Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. To mark the 75th anniversary of the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra, we're asking 10 New Zealanders to talk about a piece of music that sparks an emotional connection. And we're pairing them with 10 musicians from the NZSO who have their own intimate understanding of how the music works. Are we all ready then? Yes! Great! Let's begin. I was racking my brain thinking, okay, Karen, come up with a really highbrow, sensible piece of classical music, because I am a highbrow, sensible person. But I just couldn't move away from the childhood memories and the joy that I had from listening to Peter and the Wolf as a, as a young child on the mm. record player. Karen O'Leary was an early childhood teacher before a chance to audition for Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi's vampire comedy What We Do in the Shadows started her acting career. She's since gone on to worldwide success in the spin-off TV series Wellington Paranormal. I had no idea what I was doing, so I was terrified. I just turned up and it was late at night because it was all night shoot, so turned up to Miramar, which was, at least it was comforting because it was in my home suburb, you know? I felt familiar there. Um, and then I just turned up, put on my police uniform, met Mike Minogue for the first ever time, and I think that's what made a real difference because we just got on really well, and he was so lovely and very kind and supportive, and he'd obviously done a bit more acting than I had. So he was he was just really lovely and supportive. And, yeah, and then Jermaine was like, okay, so what's your name going to be? And I was like, well, I, shouldn't you know my name because it's your movie? He was like, nah, I don't know. What is your name? And I said, O'Leary. So that's how we ended up with our own names. And then the first time I ever met Tyke was on the very first scene when he opened the door in the actual movie. Talk about trial by fire. Baptism by fire. What is it? Trial. I don't know. All of them. I was on fire. Well, apparently I was on fire because then I got a TV show. Ha ha. From Bird of Paradise, the NZSO and RNZ, this is Crescendo. I was in the lounge in Townsend Road in Miramar um, and the record player was on this weird kind of brown shelf and it was a, a little record, you know, not one of those big full-size ones, the little ones. And, yeah, and we would just sit in the lounge with me and my two sisters, Joe and Claire, and mum, mum would put it on and we'd listen to it and think, this is an amazing story and what beautiful music. And we would act it out. The first friend he met was a little bird sitting on a branch of a big tree. The bird chirped away happily. All is quiet, all is quiet. For 
Prokofiev's Peter and the Wolf is arguably the most famous piece of music for children ever written. The story of young Peter's adventures in the forest with a big bad wolf also features a duck, a cat, a bird, Peter's grandfather and a hunter. Each character is played by a different instrument, introduced by a narrator. Well, I quite liked, I quite liked the duck because I thought the duck was funny. said the duck. What kind of bird are you if you can't swim? And she dived into the pond. But then I also quite liked being the guns. Which, I know that's not nice good now, is it? But, you know, I guess between me and my sisters, I was certainly more the gun person. They were more the... um, that they, you know, like I had action men, they had Barbies. I don't know, make of that what you will. From high up in the tree, Peter shouted, Don't shoot! Prokofiev was commissioned to write the piece by the director of the Children's Theatre in Moscow as a way of teaching children about the orchestra. Once they've heard which instrument belongs to which animal... Even very young children can follow the story. Because I remember thinking, and I think I talked to Mum about this when I was little, I said, do you think if they didn't have tell the story, would you know what was going on? So I tried to, I was obviously in my head thinking, I know the story's happening because I'm, I've, it's been narrated to me, but would I know if the words weren't there? And so now obviously I've listened to the, you know, I've listened to it a million times, and I like to think that even if the words weren't there, I'd still know what was going on. Maybe if you just had the words once, but then you wouldn't need the words anymore. The music tells the story. The story of Peter and the Wolf unfolds with ease, but it's demanding from a musician's point of view. Each of the featured instruments has a lot to do. The flautist needs to make you think of a bird. And I've, I've listened to that bit, like the bird bit sounds very, very tricky. She must have very dexterous fingers. As a flute player, it's always a challenge because the flute part is actually really hard. Even with many years of experience, it's taken NZSO principal flute player Bridget Douglas time and effort to master Prokofiev's bird. Prokofiev, I think, was one of the world's best ever orchestrators, and he knew exactly what, idiomatically, how to write for each instrument, and he knew the characteristics of each instrument. And flute players, we're supposed to be able to play really fast and really high and be very agile, and he absolutely utilise that characteristic of the flute and that's why we are the bird because we flit around very, very fast up high on our instrument representing the bird in Peter and the Wolf. And in fact, it's so challenging that it's often on audition lists to get entry into the orchestra. So I had been practising it for years as a student and it wasn't until I got my first job here in NZSO and, you know, we had the first performance of it scheduled and 
you know, I prepared a lot. I mean, I was sort of anxious about it, you know, and I really wanted to make sure that I didn't trip on the, the music. And I also really wanted to bring the character alive. So it's not just about getting it right. It's about sort of being inside and being a part of the story as well so that you get the character of the bird. Because sometimes the technically the most accurate performance is not necessarily the most interesting performance. But ideally you go for both, technical accuracy and character. <laughs> And it is certainly music that I find very, very powerful, and it just it brings. I think it just stirs an amazing amount of emotion, and that's and that's that's where good music can take you, isn't it? He knew how far to push it. He knew he really did extend, push the technical boundaries of his time. But actually everything is doable. It just takes a lot of practice and a lot of discipline to, to really nail the part. Oh, how the bird did frustrate the wolf and how the wolf wanted to eat the bird. But the bird was cleverer and there simply wasn't anything the wolf could do about it. I think Prokofiev, I mean, he really was a genius. All of his music is beautiful. Um, and I think the reason why... Peter and the Wolf is so endearing is because of that, even though it was written almost 100 years ago, it, it still seems fresh today for young children that are coming in. And as a musician, to see kids' faces in the audience, just hearing Peter and the Wolf for the first time, and you see the sort of the amazement, and you see them living the story. children. They're, they're the most creative people you'll ever come across. They've got imaginations that can just be completely wild. So they're kind of like in their own movie all of the time. See them looking around for the, which instrument's doing that? And, you know, you can see this is a really special piece and it's lovely to be a part of that. And above them all, through the little bird chirping merrily, my what fine fellows we are, Peter and I. Look what we've caught. We've caught the wolf. Music and humour are the two things that I think are the most powerful tools in teaching, and maybe just in life in general, because they just have such. Yeah, they they just. Yeah, now what? Now I'm sounding very unsuccinct, but as a teacher, but you know, they, I think they just bring out the the best in people. And if you listen very carefully, very softly, of course, you can still hear the ducks quacking, because the wolf, in his excitement, swallowed the duck alive. I was, was felt so sad when the duck got swallowed till you got to the end when you realised it was still alive but then there was still no resolution because how did it ever get out? So where is the duck now? <coughs> Don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's probably dead. Just terrible. Crescendo was presented by me, Clarissa Dunn. Produced and written by Noelle McCarthy for Bird of Paradise Productions, with a sound mix by Mark Chesterman. Kakite Anō. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.